But we have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for, right? Uh, we, we live in such an incredible place in the world, and we're celebrating such an incredible time. And, and you know, just you're all incredible people. So, so thanks for being here. Um, tonight, I want to look at the Christmas story. And I just want to remind us about how good God is, okay? Because he is really good. And, and right before we get to the official Christmas story, I want to look at kind of the kind of like the prequel, kind of like the, uh, the very beginning, even before the Christmas story, just to give some context to it, okay? And, and, and I believe it's going to help us understand Christmas a, a little more, okay? And we don't normally talk about this story at Christmas time, but I, I think it's good, okay? So, so here it is. Way, way, way back in ancient history in Israel, um, it's at a time when kings ruled the nation, and there's this guy named Ahaz, okay? Ahaz. He, he is the king of Israel. And here's the thing with Ahaz, okay? He's selfish, he's greedy, he has no respect for who God is, doesn't care. He does whatever he wants, whenever he wants, even if it's hurting someone else. Like, he's not a good person, okay? And here's the thing, Ahaz has no excuse because he comes from an amazing family. His dad was awesome and taught him was what, what to do was right. And his grandpa was too, but not King Ahaz. He's kind of like a Scrooge, you know what I mean? He kinda just, he, he's not a good guy at, at all. And that's why this story is so interesting, okay? Because what God is about to do is really surprising, and it's really the opposite of, of, of what we think, okay? So God is about to tell a secret to the entire world that is going to change the world forever, okay? And God speaks to this man named Isaiah, and, and basically in the, in the Old Testament, the Bible, th these kind of people are called prophets, people that could hear from God. And God tells Isaiah, I have a really special message and I need you to go give it to Ahaz for me. And Isaiah's like, oh, okay. But it's so weird, right? Because Ahaz is mean, and he's not a good guy. And you would think it's this message of like, hey, Ahaz, God is angry at you. Like, you're, you're in trouble. God is not impressed with you, this kind of thing. But look what the message is that God speaks to Ahaz, who's really not that good of a guy. Look at this. It, it's in Isaiah 7. We have it here. Later, the Lord sent this message to King Ahaz. Look. The virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And when I'm reading this story, I'm kind of like, wait, what? That, first off, that seems so random. It's like you got a message for this guy Ahaz, and apparently there's someone that's going to be born in Israel one day from a virgin. That, what? And, and he's going to have this title, which means God is with us. So in my head, I'm thinking, God, I don't really understand, because why would you tell that message to Ahaz? Wouldn't you wait for, like, a really good king from Israel to come? There was a ton of good kings that God could have chose to talk to. And there's this message that someday someone's going to born, be born, and that person's going to bring God and people back together and create this beautiful family. And then look what, look what Isaiah says later in just a few chapters. Look at this. It says this, For to us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And it's like, wait, why, why are you telling this message to, to Ahaz? He's so far from you, God. I, I, wh wh what do you mean? And, and who is this baby that's, that's going to be born? It seems like kind of a random message to randomly tell this mean guy, right? Who's going to be this baby that's going to be born that can help bring people back to God. Who, who is this baby? And we all know, this is why we're here, right? It's Christmas time. It's Jesus. God is talking about Jesus, his son, when he's saying this. So my question is, why did he tell Ahaz this message? 
Why didn't he save this awesome, legendary message? Why didn't he save it for one of the good kings? Do you know why I think he said it to Ahaz? Because I think God's actually teaching us something really special in that moment. That that message, that a baby is going to be born, that's going to bring people back to God, it's actually not for the, quote, like the good people. It's actually not for the people that have everything sorted out and they're perfect and they obey all the rules and this kind of thing. You know what this message is for? It's for those of us that can admit that we are not perfect. It's for those of us that have made mistake after mistake. And I'm thinking to myself when, when I say that. This message is for all of us. It's for all of us. And then what happens is, this was like hundreds of years before the Christmas story, right? And, and what happens is Ahaz hears this message, and, and the message is spread to, to all over the world. It's spread all over the place, even till today. And a couple hundred of years after this message is spoken, Christmas Day finally, finally comes. And the promises are finally fulfilled. So I want to read to you one more time the Christmas story. We, we have already, we sung about it. We've read about it with the kids. We, we read it here during Silent Night. I want to I read it to you one more time. And we're going to do it through a, a video, okay? Just because I think this is going to give uh, a, a little bit of a, a different perspective. Sometimes it, visually it's helped. So uh, if we could kill the lights back here uh, real quick. And I'm just going to read you the Christmas story uh, through this video, okay, guys? If we could get that video playing, um, and we'll, we'll go from there. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a virgin named Mary. The angel told her, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Oh, how my spirit rejoices. Joseph had in mind to divorce her quietly. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. At that time, the Roman emperor decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. Joseph had to go to Bethlehem. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, there was no lodging available for them. The time came for her baby to be born. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in the manger. That night there were some shepherds staying in the fields nearby. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. He said, I bring you good news. The Savior of the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel which means God is with us. It's pretty crazy that that last little image there, that last little video of, you know, a little, little, little 
guy just chilling there, you know, a little baby, a little newborn. And, and, you know, we hear this story so often, but when we really process that, it's like, whoa, it's pretty wild what actually happened on Christmas Day. God in the flesh, God from heaven, God who created everything, became this punk little baby, this tiny little baby that was born in a barn in a manger. And if there's one thing I, I, I want to leave you with today, it's that message that God told Ahaz hundreds of years before the story actually happened. It's this, God is with us. God is with us. And I, I, I want to encourage you with that today, that regardless of what comes your way, whether really, really good, really, really bad, whatever it is, when, when life is good, when life is tough, when, when, you know, we think we can handle it or when we think we can't handle it, every situation, that truth is for us. God is with us. And what he cares most about is that right there. And that's why Ahaz, even though he's this mean, terrible person that everyone hated and no one liked him and he wasn't a good guy, God had that message for him way, way back then. And he still has that message for us today. He cares most about our relationship together. And that's why he came, right? That's why we have Christmas. So that over 2,000 years ago, God came from heaven and earth and was born as a little baby, that God came as a reminder that God is with us. And look, this is why Christmas is so important, okay? Christmas is important because that eventually led to Easter. And that little baby Jesus grew up to be a man eventually, an adult. And he died on the cross. Jesus was crucified on a cross. And three days later, he rose again. And look, when we believe that that's true, when we believe that God loves us, when we believe that we can have a relationship with God because he died on the cross and he rose again, we can know him. We can be a part of God's family. We can look forward not only to this life, knowing that God's with us, but the life after this life, that we will be with God forever, that we will be with each other forever. And, and, and just as a little analogy, imagine, imagine I had this gift and I wanted to give it to you. Here, here, here's the truth. Even though I'm giving it to you, it's not your gift until you take it. You, you need to receive it. It's just because I want to give it to you doesn't mean it's yours yet. You need to actually receive that. And, and I, I, wonder, I wonder if there's anyone here tonight where, where God is offering all of us the gift, but we just need to take that step and say, yeah, I'm actually going to receive the gift that God has for me. And you know what that gift is? It's right there. It's God is with us that God loves us, that he's there for us. So I encourage you with that truth today, okay? God loves you. He's with us. It's the best way to live following him. It's not about rules. It's about having that relationship with God, that he's our father, that's always there for us, that he is with us, okay? So just one challenge for you as, as we leave today, just as we close. Um, and we give this challenge to you every single year. We give this challenge to you. We want it to become a regular thing. Um, before we open gifts, whether that's tonight whether that's tomorrow morning, this is my challenge to you, parents, okay? Read the Christmas story with our families. Read, read the stories with, 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 with each other, with, with our kids. And um, the, we, we put it on Mountainside Dirt Church last Christmas, the whole Christmas story, all the scripture is right there. So you don't need to think about it or you could just Google Luke 2 or just pull up the Bible, whatever. But I really want to encourage you, let's keep Jesus the focus, okay? Gifts are good, cookies are good, all that stuff is good. But it really... It's about Jesus. It's about God is with us and that we're never alone 
Amen? God's with us. Let's, let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you came over 2,000 years ago to show us that you, God, are with us. I pray that every single person in this room would know that truth, that God, that regardless of what comes, good or bad, that you're fighting with us, you're, you're, you're standing with us, you're holding us. And God, we thank you that you came as a baby so that you could one day die on the cross and rise again. Lord, you're so good to us. We don't deserve it, but God, we are so, so thankful. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. So this is one of the traditions that we do here. So we're going to invite the, the little kitties, the, like the, the really little kitties up front. Um, and if, if you're a kid here still too, and if you want to come join, you can come up front. We're going to just close off with uh, singing a little song. Um, just two quick, or one quick announcement. We don't have a regular church service this Sunday, okay? We meet every Sunday at Belmore School uh, at 11 a.m. We are not meeting there this Sunday, though, okay? So we'll have regular services again back in January. So kids, you guys are good just to come right up, right up front here. Let's be real. This is the best part of the, of the night. This is good. Noah, no throwing bells this year, okay? <laughs> yeah, so kids, come line right up here, guys. And if, if you're in the crowd and you want to come get one of the, the instruments, come right up here. All right, Addy, come this way. <laughs> All right, Addy, come right here. <laughs> All right, once you get an instrument, you can line up right here, kiddos. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, so us kids up here have a message for all the adults in the room, and uh, we're going to sing that message to you, okay? So go team. All right, kids, you can do it. You can sing it. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Yeah! Show some love. <laughs> All right, that's a fun little tradition. And with that, we are done. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being a part of tonight. You guys are the best. Hang out for as long as you want to, okay? And, and have a great Christmas Eve. God bless, guys. See you in the new year. Stop.